This is a Moshi Sports production with Josiah Marshall and Marshman. Hello everyone and welcome in the Moshi Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Josiah Marshall, alongside me, Mr. Marshman. What's up, guys? And he's in a stretching pose right now. And his head is facing the ceiling. So if you couldn't hear him, that was because of that. Mr. Marshman, what are we doing today? Uh, we are previewing the game that's set to commence later today between the Buffalo Bills and the Houston Texans in the wild card round of the AFC. Mm-hmm. And what do you think about um, both of these teams being 10-6? Well, I think it's important to consider the fact that the Buffalo Bills, even though they didn't win their division, they still they were, did really good. Compared. They had the same record as the Houston Texans. And I think that that goes a long way, especially because the Bills were in the same, were in the, uh, same division as the Patriots. Yeah. Um, so, and the Dolphins. Okay. <laughs> once, you, once you consider that, this game does not seem quite as imbalanced. Because a lot of the time, the wild card matchups, you could say, oh, well, it's obviously going to be the team who won the division because yeah. they won their division. But this game is pretty evenly matched. We'll yeah. see that um, throughout today. So let's do the positional breakdown first. Yeah. Um, so quarterbacks, Josh Allen and Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson. Okay, by the way, you are a Texans fan, so no bias here, okay? I'll try my best. All right. Okay, so, so Josh Allen threw for 3,089 yards. yards, which is 23rd in the league. And he threw nine, nine interceptions, 20 tutties, and had only had a 48 quarterback rating, which is 24th in the league. That means tutty, touchdowns when he says so tutties. Just he seemed to struggle this season, whereas Deshaun Watson had a much better quarterback rating of 69. And he had more yards, yeah, like a lot mu- more, 3,852. Almost 800, 800 more yards. More yards. Six more touchdowns, but also three more interceptions. Yeah, and a 69, um, 68.9 quarterback rating. Yeah. Which is seventh in the NFL. So, uh, I'm not really sure who to go with here. Because I don't think this is completely fair. Because Josh Allen still doesn't have that incredible number one receiver. No. Um, Deshaun Watson obviously has Has the best receiver in the game in DeAndre Hopkins. Well, second best because Michael Thomas is better. Yeah, but But, still. uh, Yeah, it's... I think this one has to go to Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Because of, just because of the stats he's put up. Yeah. I mean, even though Josh Allen Josh had, Allen did have a good season. Yeah, but but it was not as good as, as Deshaun Watson. Yeah, it wasn't as good as I previously anticipated, especially the quarterback rating, that's really low. Yeah, I I mean they did exceed expectations for what I had at the beginning of the season. So I know that's one upside. Yeah. And I've gone my mouth, so if I'm talking weird, that's the reason. Now I do not. Um, all right, now we're going to talk about the running backs. So, uh, for the Bills, it's LaShawn McCoy, right? She, no, no Devin Singletary. He, yeah, because he went to KC, LaShawn, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I'm not sure. I think he did. So it's Devil Devin Singletary and I believe Lamar Duke Miller. Johnson. No, Carlos Hyde. Wait, what happened to Lamar Miller? No, never mind. This dude Johnson. All right, so it's Carlos Hyde. They traded him Lamar Miller. Devin they traded Singletary. him. They traded him to Arizona. Why are you so excited? Holy. Wait, no, they didn't trade Derek. I'm I'm getting confused between him and Kenyon Drake. 
Um, Devin Singletary averaged um, five yards a carry, which is fifth in the league. That's kind of crazy. At least that's, I think that's what that, right? Fifth in the league. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty good. I mean, uh, he only he only ran for a, a tad under eight hundred yards though, so that's not. Yeah, yeah. He didn't have a ton of he didn't have a ton of carries. He only had um, one hundred fifty runs throughout the season, yeah. so it wasn't like he was doing a, having having that great numbers workload. with a heavy workload. Yeah. But and Carlos had high, had a one thousand yard season, but he also had another two hundred forty five attempts. Yeah, and so, he is twenty sixth in the NFL with put, a four point four yard average. To put that into uh, perspective, and six if touchdowns. we gave um, the two forty five attempts to Devin Singletary, that would put him at upwards of twelve hundred yards. Yeah. So I think it's Devin Singletary. Yeah. Here, just because he's a more efficient back. I mean, I'm not biased for this little bit to start at least. <laughs> um. Next for the receiving cores. For the Bills, John Brown, Cole Beasley, and Isaiah McK- McKenzie. John Brown, has and this is—they're all healthy. So, yeah. um, and for the Texans, speed. DeAndre Hopkins, will, Kenny Stills, and hopefully Will Fuller gets better. Mm. He is—it's questionable. Yeah, which is probably not a great sign considering that the game is literally today. Yeah. Um, he, he has a groin injury. Oh. Um. But yeah, seven hundred yards for a sec for this number two receiver. That's that's pretty incredible. Let's only see what DeAndre Hopkins yards, have. Only three touchdowns. Let's see. Um. All right, maybe. It, yeah, D Hop had only well only twelve hundred yards. Nah. I mean that's not bad. That's still eleventh in the league. But I mean he also was tied for third in receptions with over a hundred. Yeah. So, I mean. Um. For the Bills. I guess Deshaun Watson knows he can rely on D Hop. Yeah, John Brown also had a thousand yard receiving season, but only seventy two catches. Yeah. So I think right now the receiving core for the Texans is better just because they're more efficient. Yeah. And, and they, they get more touches and they do more mm-hmm. for football. Yeah, and they have that efficient number one wide receiver. Yeah. It's I not think, like Cole Beasley, John yeah, think, Brown are competing for one spot. I think I think yeah, it's, it's obviously DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins. And I think that that's gonna play go a long way in this game because yeah. if they can utilize DeAndre Hopkins, then they then can this de- should be a pretty destroy easy destroy them, yeah. Yeah. All right. So, for the offensive lines, the way we're going to do this is I'm going to try and find stats on sacks and TFLs. Um, hopefully, I can do that. Um, you know, I can't find anything. So, I think the Texans' offensive line is better. Yeah. Like, I'm not, we're, can... not, we're not looking that in-depth to this. No. Not I mean... quite as in-depth as the other one. Yeah, because, but, like... Uh, for the Bills, it's Deion Dawkins, Quentin Spain, Mitch Morris, John Feliciano, and Cody, Cody Ford. Ford. And for the Texans, it's uh, Laramie Tunsil, Max Scarping, Holy um, Tunsil? Nick Martin, Zach Fulton, and Chris Clark. Tunsil? Uh, Laramie, yeah, Laramie Tunsil, Tunsil like came from the Dolphins. Uh, he was... He, he Laramie was like, Tunsil has been an all-pro in the past. Yeah. So. And Zach Fulton's a good young guy. They um, also have Max... I, I don't know who that is. I can't pronounce no that guy's that name. No, I can't. You don't know who it is. Stop talking about it. Wait, wait. Time out. Chris Clark. Okay, cool. Um, I think it's the Texans. Yeah. I mean, DeAndre, uh, sorry, Deshaun Watson has great throwing numbers. And great leg numbers. And uh, Carlos Hyde is 
they feel comfortable giving the football to Carlos Hyde consistently, yeah. which speaks volumes about their offensive yes. line. And All right, now we're going to talk about the defensive line um, for the Bills. All right. Trent Murphy, Stolo Lilly, Jordan Phillips, and Jerry Hughes. And for the Texans, uh, J.J. Watt, D.J. Reader, Whitney Merciless. Oh, no, they're only running, they're running a 3-4. So it's J.J. Watt, D.J. Reader, and Angela Blackson. So as much as we love J.J. Watt, yeah, I he's incredible. Yeah. I think overall – the Bills probably have a better D-line. But they also have one more person on that D-line. Jerry Hughes they? has been an all-star. Or an all-pro. Oh, I'm pretty sure. Um, star Little Lely was a, a pivotal part of the Super Bowl 50 team a couple years ago with the Panthers. Yeah, he was He was a star. Yeah, literally. He was a, he's a great nose tackle. However, DJ Reader is also an incredible nose tackle. Yeah. And J.J. Watt is probably the best defensive end in football. Mm-hmm. Besides maybe Aaron Donald. Maybe, yeah. So, I think this one goes to the Texans again. Mm-hmm. Just by a little bit. Next, we're going to talk about the, um, the linebacker cores. Yeah. So, for the for the Texans, Whitney Merciless, Roger McKinney, Zach Cunningham, and Brennan Scarlett. And for the Bills, it's Tremaine Edmonds, Matt Milano, and Lorenzo Alexander. Uh, Tremaine Edmonds has had a great season. Wait, is it one of the... Uh, Lorenzo Alexander is getting old, but he's been yeah. good in the... He's, he's been, been good. very good in the past. Hasn't he been an all-pro in the past? Tremaine, Tremaine Edmonds... Um, he's playing very well for a young player. Yeah. But the, I think, again, the Texans, the Texans are just proven. Yeah. And we know Whitney Merciless is good. Brandon Scarlett has had a couple big games this season. Um... So I think it's the Texans again. Yeah. Another the Texans seem right, to be finally, dominating. We're this just gonna talk paper. about the secondary in general. They seem to be dominating um, this on paper. So it looks like it's gonna be This is assuming everyone's healthy, of course, for the Bills, because Levi Wallace is currently injured. Let's see. Levi Wallace. Marlise Alexander is also has an Eddie? ankle injury. Oh yeah, I remember um, seeing that. Somewhere. So Levi Wallace, Joy Employer, Micah, Micah Hyde, and Tredavious White. White. Tredavious White is a very, very good cornerback. He's tied for the top of the league in interceptions. Because, um, I mean, he 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 has been a all-pro many, many times. No, he hasn't. What are you talking about? I thought he had. Sorry. No. Um, He's one of the most consistent lockdown corners in the game, though. No one will throw... No, people don't want to throw towards him, which yeah. is impressive considering the fact that he was only a first-round pick two years ago. Yeah. Um, and Micah Hyde has really proven himself, I think. he's He didn't have a great season this year, but he's been ex- incredible in the past yeah. for his previous team. Do you remember mm-hmm. who he played for before? No. Okay. That's not helpful. Sorry. Um, and for the Texans... This is the big thing for the Texans right here. Um, three of their four starting secondary players are questionable for tonight. Yeah. So that would be Jaleel Adai, Bradley Roby, and Jonathan Joseph are all questionable. Justin Reed is the only one that they know they're going to have. Yeah. Fortunately, that's a good – That's a good player. Yeah, Justin have. Reed, I, in my opinion, he's the best of those four. Yeah. Um, so I think this one right now is going to go to the Bills. 
Um, and with that, we're going to take our first break. All right, so now for the offensive keys for the Bills. Yeah, we're talking about the Bills. Um, so I think one of the first things that's a prime, or that should be a priority for the Buffalo Bills, making sure their young quarterback feels comfortable, yeah. uh, giving him good blocking throughout the game, encouraging him, keeping his head up. Because if you don't do that, then JJ Watt's gonna sack you. Yeah, JJ Watt. If you get, if you, you have, you have to give him good blocking. Yeah. Too. Um, they need to make sure he he feels confident in what he can do. Um, they need to make sure that he's just comfortable in there. And I think the best way to do that is make sure he's good block and go into it prepared. Yeah. Um, another thing is going to be uh, making sure they give Devin Singletary good blocking. Yeah, um, Like we said, he's six in the league in yards per carry. He can do good things with the he, ball he in can his do, hands. Exactly. And if they can help help him do these good things, that should really benefit their yeah, offense. That should help him a lot. And finally, uh, we see when we were looking at the depth chart, we saw three of the four starting uh, secondary sorry players? secondary members for the Texans uh, is questionable for the game today. So even if they only have one of those guys gone, that's still a significant event, still significant advantage to the Bills, and I think they really need to utilize that. Um, whether that be through the the burners of John Brown, um, the veteran leadership and great hands of Cole Beasley, um, the size of Dawson Knox, like whatever they're going to, wh- yeah. however they plan to attack this team through Dawson the air, Knox it's going to be significantly improved by the fact that the Texans are going to prop- most likely going to have at least one player at least missing. One number in the secondary. Um, all right, and for the Texans offensively. Um, um, getting DeAndre Hopkins not on Carlos' side. What? I thought you said that. What are you talking about? What you, I thought you said. No, no, no. They need to give Carlos Hyde the ball and give him great blocking because Carlos Hyde, they feel comfortable giving him the football, obviously. He has over 1,000 yeah. yards, uh, 250 carries. Um, They also need to make sure that Tredavious White um, is on DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. Because DeAndre Hopkins, he's a great receiver, and I feel like that will make a lot of exciting matchups, but also DeAndre Hopkins can beat him. Naturally, that will wear down that team because Tredavious White is, their, in my opinion, the Bills' best defensive player. So yeah, in they my can, opinion, too, he is the Bills' best defensive player. If they can figure out a way to, quote-unquote, bully Tredavious White with the size of T-Hop – and just his yeah. incredible skill going up and getting the football, then that should open up other parts of their offense um, and provide um, a lot of open opportunity for the two and three receivers of Kenny Stills yeah. and, and Will, Will Fuller, Fuller assuming Will Fuller is healthy, to create a lot more opportunities for themselves. Um, and this provides a lot more openness in the offense for Sean yeah. Watson. And, and finally, it the, the big thing, I don't even really talk about this, but Deshaun Deshaun Watson, yes. I think he needs to have the game of his life. Yeah, um, we've seen him be streaky in the past, but he seems to be on a hot streak right now, and I think we need to see him continue that. Yeah, because if he wants to win against this Bills team that came out of the shadows, I think they really have to be streaky, like keep that streak going. Yeah, they really need to be consistent. Um, just throughout this entire game and play mm-hmm. well. 
Um, they really need to keep the ball away from Tre'Davious White. Though. Yeah, because and if they can, he's like if they can utilize their two and three receivers early, maybe they can get Tre'Davious White to switch on to one of them, and yeah. then that provides a mismatch. Because unless DeAndre Hopkins is being guarded by Tre'Davious White, it's a mismatch. Yeah, um, so th- this way that provides other open parts of their offense, and DeAndre Hopkins is just gonna bully. Mm-hmm. Uh, now let's talk about the defense. Um, defensive keys. Let's start with the Bills. The Bills. They need um, to put a QB spy on Deshaun Watson, probably with Tremaine Edmonds to have a speedy middle linebacker to keep up with that scrambling ability of Deshaun Watson. Yeah, another thing they're going to have to do is, in order to get him outside the pocket for Tremaine Edmonds to be effective, they need to send a lot of good quarterback pressure. Yeah, good QB um, pressure will be a big factor yeah, today. Getting, in, getting Jerry Hughes in there off the edge. Um... Getting uh, Trent Murphy, Starlord Lately, yeah. all of them really need to play well. If they want to keep him contained. Yeah, they really need to force pressure and get him outside the pocket so the Tremaine Evans can uh, work. Because then that'll be one wave of tacklers that could get him, and then there's a second And then there's Tremaine Evans right there ready yeah. to shut down the scrambling ability. Um, and the third thing is going to be Tredavious White. Yeah. Uh, he's an all-pro player. He's his, one of the best corners in the league. Mm-hmm. And if they, they're going to put him on DeAndre Hopkins no in that coverage. So if they can shut down DeHop and man with Tredavious White, that should significantly open help. up other options for the Bills defense. Yeah. Um, whether that be running a man zone where they man up on DeHop and then zone up everywhere else. Yeah. Or maybe that, maybe they man up on the other two receivers, uh, Kenny Stills and Will Fuller. Zone. And then, and then zone up on, on DeAndre Hopkins and shut him down and uh, make it so that he can't utilize as many parts of the field. No, because we know Deshaun Watson can also have some pocket presence. Yeah, that's why they need to get that quarterback pressure in there, yeah. and they need to make him feel uncomfortable in there so that he can't make that throw, mm-hmm. whether that be a D-hop, Will Fuller, Kenny Stills, maybe even like a Carlos Hyde out of the backfield. Um, and for the Texans' defense, um, quarterback pressure, pressure is the biggest thing. Yeah. Uh, making Josh Allen feel uncomfortable in there. J.J. Watt really needs to have a big game. They also need their uh, secondary, the other secondary players to step up. Yeah. When, uh, three of their four players in the secondary, as we injured. mentioned earlier, are listed questionable. as questionable on ESPN. So if um, if they can. If they if all of these guys aren't playing, we're going to see Lonnie, Lonnie Johnson Jr., Mike Adams, and Gary on Conley. Yeah. Um, I mean. So none of these players are. By any means, bad. Bad. However, they aren't. They, they, they aren't. They aren't, they aren't starting for a reason. Yeah. So they really need to step up here and, and um, play their best. They have to best. have the game of their lives. Yeah. Um. Especially whoever has the assignment of John Brown. Yeah, because he is. And because he he's is. a thousand yard receiver, um, he's extremely quick. Yeah. And I think locking him down needs to be a priority for the Texans defense. A big priority. And the third thing is going to be the zone objectives of the linebackers. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming the Texans will run some sort of zone throughout the game. With, like... User, using uh, Whitney, Whitney Merciless, um, Bernardrick McKinney, Brennan Scarlett. Yeah. All using some... All the other. Some kind of area in the middle of the field. Yes. And stopping the middle of the field mm-hmm. and forcing the football to the sidelines is going to be there's... really good for them because that takes away from John Brown's speed. Mm-hmm. Um, because they can force to the sideline, that gives them less, less the room to run. Yeah. Exactly. Um, 
All right. So now we'll give you the, our final score predictions. I'm trying not to. Um, so for what he thinks for the final score prediction, I think it's going to be twenty four twenty one Bills. I think that there, it's going to be a very tight game throughout. Lots of late game scores, and it's going to oh. end with a. Game break, uh, yeah, yeah, Stephen House game winning field goal. Um, I mean, but I think that the Texans are going to win twenty seven twenty one. All right, that's pretty much all we got for you guys today. So, from Marshall Studios in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, God bless the rest of your day or night, and peace out.